Talking 24, a health and information podcast from NHS 24. In this episode of Talking 24, we hear from John Sandbach and Angelina Foster. They speak about the 70th birthday of the NHS in the United Kingdom and discuss how NHS 24 is positioning itself as a digitally focused organisation. Welcome, uh, my name is John Sandbach. Uh, I am the Interim Head of Clinical Systems Development for NHS 24. But more importantly, um, in respect to this podcast, first one ever, I'm a nurse. I trained in 1989 and I came to NHS 24 in 2002. And I'm joined by Angelina Foster, Chief Executive of NHS 24. And we're going to have a little conversation today about the NHS at 70 and NHS 24's uh, changing role in that wider um, NHS landscape. It's a funny thing, Angelina, when I joined NHS 24, there was very little um, activity other than over the telephone. And now, of course, we have a quite significant uh, digital presence. Would you agree? Absolutely. And it's it's fantastic, isn't it, to just think about all the changes that have taken place to the wider NHS as well as within NHS 24. But yeah, this is my first podcast as well. I'm a complete newbie to this, so it gives me slight heebie-jeebies to think that what's about to come out of my mouth is going to be there forever and available forever. Uh-huh. But anyway, let's go for it, John. So yeah, and it's it's a great time at the moment because as we're all celebrating at UK level the 70th anniversary of the setting up of the NHS, there's a lot of material being written just now about uh, way back then when it was a new public service. And I'm actually loving reading some of that archive material because what it's reinforcing for me is just what it must have been like before the NHS when, you know, families and people had to bring up kids without the reliability of free healthcare and some of the information from the old newspapers way back in 1948 um, that was giving advice to people how to access this brand new service. It's, It's spelling out things like, You can still get this service even if you do not pay national insurance. You can get this service no matter what age you are. You can get it whether you're a man, a woman or a child. And these are all things that we all take so much for granted as citizens of this country. Back then, completely brand new. So it just reminds us to value it, I think. Absolutely, you're so right. Some of the changes the NHS have made to public health are phenomenal, aren't they? If you look at the mass immunisation programme, measles, mumps, rubella, diphtheria, things that are mostly just memories for people now. You know, they don't don't recall exactly the difference that made. But do you think any of those early pioneers, think Nye Bevan would think about accessing healthcare on an app on a smartphone 70 years later? No way. Even good old Nye Bevan, visionary though he was, would never have uh, seen this one coming. And in truth, we as NHS 24, when we were born 15 or so years ago, we wouldn't have seen that coming either. But it's so interesting because even encouraging the public to become comfortable with accessing health care and health advice via the telephone back then. That was a bit of a milestone, wasn't it? Absolutely. As you know, John, I wasn't part of NHS 24 back then, but lots of colleagues here who were tell me that that was um, initially... They had to really work hard to to earn the trust of the public. And, and that's completely understandable. But some of our call handlers who've been here for a long, long time tell me that when the public first called us, they would be saying, you know, hello, my name is such and such. I want to see a doctor. And so they were using our telephone service, but very strictly in their sense to get immediate access to a doctor. Whereas 
15 or so years later, so, you know, 2018, um, that's not the opening line now between the caller and our call handler or our nurses. They're now saying, this is what's wrong with me. How can you help me? And so our relationship with citizens has really developed, I think, in a great way over that period. Yeah, I would totally agree. And some of the kids that they phoned about now will be, you know, 2021. 20, they'll not know anything else. So they're going Correct. to have their own families. They're grown up now. They know NHS 24 and they know, of course, from our large telephone number at the start, 08454 24 24 24 to in 2014, changing that to just 111 and making the, the, the service free um, makes it simple to access in that way. And also, I think it's a generational thing in many ways. I just said, you know, these kids have grown up Absolutely. with NHS yeah. 24 now. Use it. See, it's part of their everyday uh, fabric of NHS. Yeah. If you need the NHS and after six o'clock at night, you phone 111? Absolutely the case. And and I think that change to the 111 number was so the right thing to do because it's so easy to remember and free, as you say. And those are important things in terms of making sure the service is easily accessible by absolutely everybody. But your earlier comment at the beginning, John, about the digital age, really, uh, we do need to reflect as an organisation on that one. Indeed, we are, aren't we? So... Um, current volumes of calls annually to our 111 telephone service, one and a half million a year. So that's a lot of service through that channel. But in truth, although many people have a mobile phone these days, also many people, the thing that they use that phone for least is as a telephone in the oldie fashioned day Absolutely. sense. And so we are now, as you know, developing our service in NHS 24 so that we can offer the public a real choice of channels and routes that they come to us. So I don't know if you've looked recently at the usage statistics for NHS Inform, but wow, Very what nice. a story they tell because uh, you may remember we did quite a big revamp of that uh, health information website uh, a while back and we used a lot of user input there. We went to our citizens and said, you know, give us give us your feedback and let's redesign it with you. And I think it's a whole lot better for us having done that, isn't it? Yeah. But the usage stats now, last month, 2 million visits, yeah. 2 million visits to NHS Inform. And so that tells us that people are really, really wanting more and more online and digital products. So it's great that we're now developing all of that. I think you're right that people that. do that all the time, don't they? They want to check I wonder what this is. What could this be? Yeah. NHS Inform provides that information far better than um, Dr. Google. Well, indeed. But an important point there, John, because there's a lot of products out there on the web that are not NHS uh, tried and tested, as it were. Yeah. They don't have the clinical assurance. And hey, that's, you know, this that's, is us getting yeah, into your sure. professional territory now, John. But but the the, the reliability and the accuracy and the safety of that information. There's some digital products out there that are not um, assured in all those good NHS ways. So really important that we work our socks off to make sure that people know about NHS and form and all of our related products that do have all yeah, those absolutely. clinical and we do quality see that. things behind them. Those numbers you see are reflected in the self-help guides as well that are yeah. on NHS and form. Yeah. But also, if it suits you, they're in an app as well yep. for yep. both flavours, Android well, there you Apple. go. Yeah. So you can, they're good to try. Yeah. And I, and my guess is that, you know, if you and I sat here now trying to envision, 
the next 70 years worth of developments. This is the territory that it's going to go into. I'm sure there'll still be a telephone-based service because people like a human voice. And I think we will always want to offer a compassionate, listening, caring human response there when that's what people want. But... But all those digital products have to be the way forward. Did you see the um, the, sur- the survey recently? It was a YouGov survey uh, of several thousand people. And the results there were that 30% of people, so basically one in three more or less, would prefer to get their health advice online before going to the doctor. And that's quite a significant shift, it seems to me. Absolutely, because we started at the, at the very beginning talking about how to get your doctor and probably what he would do and how he might be paid. So it's very different to think that a, a third of people would want um, and seek information uh, online rather than in face-to-face. Yeah, and of course, as you would expect, John, I'm going to insist on a he, oblique she <laughs> Absolutely. Moment there. From yeah. 1948, yeah. that one was. So I apologise for that. But um, thanks very much, yeah. Angelina. I thought it was a really interesting yeah. uh, conversation around NHS yeah. uh, 24 uh, and its part in the NHS at its yeah. 70th birthday. Yeah. And working well with our, our public and our patients, I think we can really develop the services Absolutely. for the next 70 years. Here's to that. Cheers. <laughs>